Hello and welcome to the one and only Ubiquitous Methods podcast. I am one of your hosts, Patrick, and I am joined by my good friend, AK. Hey there. Hi, everyone. Hello. It is an odd uh, episode, and I have, so that means I get to introduce us. <laughs> <this. laughs> <So>. Yeah. <laughs> we have a new system that we figured out. We so have it's a system. Pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I realized this when I was editing the podcast. I put in the show notes. I probably should correct the show notes, but I put in the show notes. Hey, we decided uh, how we're going to introduce this. And I'm like, I think that was actually in the live stream. So uh, if anyone was confused by that, sorry. Um. <laughs> yeah, no worries. But yeah, 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 it's a it's a good system. I like it because it, 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 at least I think what happens is sometimes we're trying to figure out we should intro today. I totally forgot, mm-hmm. and we have so much going on in our lives with families and work and everything else going on. And then on top of that, trying to keep our track uh, on top of tech news and our own tech. Yep, it's like whoa, totally forgot about that. <laughs> Who did it? <laughs> so yeah, this helps out a lot. Absolutely. But um, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, it's a good week for me. I mean, yeah, uh, yeah I, I a really good week. I, I think it's been hot recently in California, which has been interesting. It's been warm uh, here too, actually. Yeah, so it, it's, okay. it's going around warm for this time of year, not California warm. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like our warm is like 80, 80 to ninety degrees. People, are, uh, oh. I'm complaining. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. I mean, but the the worst part is I have colleagues who work in the, the Northeast, like mm-hmm. near Buffalo or New York. Oh. And they had, yeah, exactly, exactly. They had snow. They got dumped on. Yeah. And I'm out here in the sun, shorts, T-shirt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's kind of warm out here, guys. It's like, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. You again with that, yeah, baloney. Like, you, you West Coaster man, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah it, but, it, uh, it, yeah. And then and then here here I am in the middle of the country. Like, right now, it's, you know, not super cold. It's 46 degrees Fahrenheit. Um, but the high mm-hmm. today was 64, and yesterday it was in the 70s. And so you get 70s in the day and 30s and 40s in the morning. And so how do you dress for that? You know, you just layers, whatever. I don't know. It's... <laughs> weird yeah but exactly it, that's pretty warm for us in february we're not usually getting out of the 50s typically so th- this is pretty pretty warm for us yeah yeah i mean I, at least i like that a lot better because it, it's it's not hot weather yeah, i mean for me i'm confused i'm, I'm thinking <laughs> okay it's not summertime i see a lot of hearts in a store mm-hmm. but at the same time i'm wearing a t-shirt and shorts what's going on right now it should be raining <laughs> Yep. So, um, yeah. I, I mean, hopefully, we'll see what happens. I think we're getting some rain next week. So there you go. Great. That's awesome. That's going to be great, and I, I can't wait for that. And um, yeah. But uh, yeah. How was your week? How's everything going for you? My week has been pretty busy. I um, so work has been busy, and, and you know, got a few closings coming up, and that's been taking a lot of my time. And then, uh, well, congratulations. Little, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. And so I yeah. have, I'm not getting put a lot back in the pipeline. So I hope to get a few things going tomorrow. We'll see. But otherwise it's been fun. Um, we are recording not live. Well, we are live with each other, but we're not recording live on Twitch <laughs> this go around a little housekeeping note. This is going to be, uh, as one of the podcasts I listen to cortex, uh, they do every now and again, an episode out of time. And, uh, that's, that's, <laughs> that's kind of what we'll be doing here. So this one we're recording now to put up in the slot that goes, uh, on the, let's see, it would be, uh, gracious, the 20th is when our next episode should be coming out. And so that's when this one will come out, but we're recording on the 10th. So, uh, AK is going to be indisposed in an undisclosed location yeah. next week. And so, uh, <laughs> so we're, we're 
uh, doing something a little different this go around. We're going to do a tiny bit of news, but we have a topic we want to discuss. Um, yeah. And we're, we're really excited to, to jump into a little bit of Web3 discussion. We've done some research. I feel totally out mm-hmm. of my depth, um, but I've got some questions. <laughs> you got it. You got it. It'll be all right. It'll be fine. It'll Everything's be all right. fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> I mean, I don't think anyone who, uh, if you're venturing into the whole topic of conversation, and we're not going to get into it right now quite yet, but just quickly, if you get into that whole topic of conversation, there's a, it's dense. Yes. There's a lot to cover. Um it's only what the it's whole internet is going to be built on. The whole internet. What's complicated right. about that? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It's it's not too bad. It's not too hard. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I'm really excited to talk about that and really get into that. Uh, we have, like Patrick said, we have some news to cover. But I, I think we have some personal news, or not personal news, but uh, some updates. Yeah. Uh, from you. I I have a little bit of AT and T follow up. This isn't directly related with my cell phone. But uh, I thought this would be uh, appropriate to put in the show. Um, so I we have AT and T fiber internet being rolled out through our neighborhood right now. Um, our there's yes fiber. Okay, my friend. Big giant orange cables. What just spools getting buried in the ground, and it's coming. It's not here yet, but it's coming. <laughs> so for all the listeners who cannot see my face right now. <laughs> the visual that Patrick has seen is me dismayed, disheartened. Just I, I mean, just add a diss in front of any <laughs> adjective, and that's probably me right now. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm happy for you. Let me <laughs> let me first say that I'm very happy for you. Congratulations! That is wonderful news, mm-hmm. and I know we talk a lot about ISPs. And with my my happy <laughs> uh, my happiness for you, there's a lot of vitriol that I have towards. My area and a lack of fiber in my area. <laughs> For goodness sakes, like, come on. Come on, you guys. His proximity like, to Silicon Valley is much closer to mine. He should have some fiber where he's at, y'all. <laughs> I uh, mean, like, what? The, and I, I we're, we talked about, oh, my gosh. <laughs> I I mean, listeners, I apologize. <laughs> I, I I'm a little emotional right now, to be quite honest. <laughs> I, I should have prepared for this. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I didn't even think gosh. about that part of it. Yeah. They've been rolling it out for a, a couple months. Um, it, it'll be a minute. It'll probably be a couple months before I'm I'm getting it over here. Um, that, I, that's oh why I hadn't thought gosh. of mentioning it, because they're, they're like all the other side of the other neighborhood, you know, <laughs> the rest of the neighborhood. My neighborhood's pretty big. There's like 600 houses. So they're like on all the newer side of the neighborhood. I'm like smack in the middle. So it, it'll take them a bit to get here. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> But it's coming. Why do we pay so much in California? Like, we were literally just talking about this during a pre-show, mm-hmm. like, California is ridiculous. We have <laughs> high rent, high mortgage, high cost of living, but at the end of the day, we cannot afford darn fiber in a regular neighborhood. Are hey, you kidding me? My, my friend, um, you work remote, I, I'm, I'm thinking, so you should totally just pack up. We got we got a good outdoor scene out here, if you don't mind dealing with some uh, a, a little bit oh, of unseasonable me. weather. You could, you, could, you could live good. <laughs> it's cheap in Tulsa. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Oh, trust me. No, <laughs> if this was if this was five years ago and I, I wasn't married, I would I would be gone. I'd be out of here. Spouse, the spouse wants to live here though, so 
It's beautiful. Yeah, she it, it's beautiful in California. I have to. I have to say. So I. I, I understand. But it's expensive. <laughs> you pay I mean, for the privilege. <laughs> well, I mean, it's beautiful tears. That's what it is. Yeah. I mean, you be- <laughs> you're beautifully crying every every month when you wait. Either you're paying rent or you're paying your mortgage, and you're like, oh my gosh, or five dollars friends- a gallon for gas. <laughs> Oh, that is ridiculous. Like, literally $5 a gallon for gas. That's the part where I, I mean, like, gas is expensive. Our SoCal gas jumped up in December because of getting gas, natural oh, really? gas, after California. Yeah. Oh, so, no. it, oh, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, congratulations. <laughs> uh, let's just put it at that. I'm just going to, I mean, I, I could go on a soapbox and a rant for 20 minutes here and you, I'm, I'm pretty sure their listeners will be entertained. Mm-hmm. It'd be... I mean, it'd be fun for them, but for me, it'd be just, I'd probably just end up in a ball crying on the ground. Man, I wish I was that, streaming this now. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, man. Um, I mean, it, and I wish you guys, I wish the <laughs> listeners got a visual because I, I, I am visibly, visibly distraught yeah. by the news. Yes. I, I disappointed. I mean, it, it was, it, it's not a joke. I, I and I haven't even got to the story yet. <laughs> this is just the preamble. Oh, this is oh <laughs> no. my gosh. Okay. Okay. Here we go. So AT&T's rolling out fiber in the neighborhood. It's it's a bit of a slow process because they're literally putting the cable in the ground. So like there's giant spools of, of fiber optic cable that's literally five inches in diameter. I mean, it, they say, I mean, they're literally putting the cable in the ground. It's crazy. Um, so the giant spools, probably 10 feet. Uh, in diameter, eight feet high. I mean, they're just, I mean, enormous everywhere. It, it's a mess. Um, they don't have any of those spools in my part of the neighborhood. So, like I say, it, it's a few months before I'm, I'm going to get it. Um, so, But I will be in line to get it. So, <laughs> I was checking the AT&T website to see if, because um, a lot of times it'll tell you, uh, fiber's not available right now, but it's on the way, you know, whenever they're rolling out in the neighborhood. So, I would just want to see if there was, if they gave any kind of timelines when I put my address in. Right, and, right. And this is directed actually this is related to a, a conversation from our last episode actually. That's why our par- partially why it's follow up. So uh-huh. I look it up on the website and it's like, sorry, the only internet that's available here is the the DSL that I already have. And uh right. on a big banner at the top of the page, it says uh no equipment fees, $55 a month, no equipment fees, no long-term contracts. I'm like listeners to the last episode may remember that uh my salesperson that I spoke with said that uh, there are, you have to pay this equipment fee and and rent our gateway. That is non-negotiable. Yeah. So I get on my bill and I say, hmm, well, there's a $10 a month equipment fee <laughs> on my bill here that I've been paying for the last, you know, six, seven, eight months. I'm like, right. I mean, it's only 10 bucks, but it's 10 bucks. I don't want to. It's still 10 bucks. It's still yeah. 10 bucks. That'll pay for Spotify, you know, <laughs> or whatever, you know. Uh, and, and so yeah. I I, uh, I have not reached out to AT. I literally found it tonight, and I'm like, all right, we're following up on this. I got I got to mention this in the podcast. <laughs> so, yeah. So uh, you know, it's yeah. I will follow up with you guys on it next week because I do plan to reach out to AT and T this weekend and be like, where's my? I, I want my I want my ten dollars. Like, wait, wait, we want justice. We yeah. want justice for you right That's now. That's right. I mean, because <laughs> we stand in solidarity against equipment fees. I remember that conversation, and that yeah, it's funny that that happened. Yeah. That. The, the the transition of events, the sequence of events. Oh, I'm getting fiber. Let me check. Oh, I'm on the website. 
what the heck? Yeah. And I <laughs> no, screenshot it in case it goes away, too. It's like, oh, no, no, no. <laughs> don't don't give me that. I screenshot it, and then I screenshot it by bill that says equipment fee. Uh, I said, no, yeah. no, don't, don't you try and tell me how, where that came from. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. I'm surprised you have pity for me knowing that fiber is coming, and you're like, and you're like yeah, pay your $10. <laughs> that's yeah. that's going to pay to get the fiber out to your house. <laughs> you know... You know, I mean, it's like sometimes misery loves company, but it's almost like we're all in a dungeon together, and then seeing one of us just get it out, mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm like, oh, that's awesome, that's awesome, and then even though you might have like, uh, like a, what's it called, uh, a stone tied to your leg, and you're still trying to climb out, I'm like, get that stone up. At least one of us is getting out of that's this. That's right. Yes, congratulations. Woo! But I'm still in that dungeon. <laughs> My gosh. I will be very okay. excited for you when you get fiber. I, I, you know, Cox is rolling it out in some places, so you might you might get you some. What Giga Blast? I think is what they call it. You might get you some Giga Blast here for too long. Hopefully, maybe. Well, let's let's be frank. I mean, by the time that happens, it's going to be two thousand uh, two thousand three hundred. I might be dead already. <laughs> You'd be augmented. <laughs> yeah, you're yeah. part of Web three, <laughs> part exactly. of the blockchain yourself. <laughs> my my mind, my consciousness has been downloaded into the Matrix, and then I am now part of the Matrix. And I will enjoy it then. But until then, I have to deal with a slow, unreliable internet from uh, time to time. And I have to just envy you from afar. So congratulations. I'm happy for you. <laughs> oh, oh, man. But yeah, we'll get, uh, to, get through with the $10 fee. Oh, you know, yeah. yeah it, it's just uh, <laughs> anything. I mean, it's one of those things where uh, I forget I forget the quote exactly, but it's like you just want to take a, like a thousand little knives to these ISPs at times. I just like just take that. You guys, I just I want my ten dollars back. I want this back. I want this back mm-hmm. because uh, even right now, like I, I, like I pay. I, we talked about it last last episode because we were talking about uh, uh, what well, 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 it was like the bill from Congress or something to that effect. Yeah, uh, oh, the nutrition labels. Yeah. Yeah, the nutritional labels, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh yeah, it was it's it's just I paid fifty bucks for just the internet that I I mean, come on. This it's it feels like it was two thousand and seven still. Mm-hmm. Or even nineteen ninety seven, like with my, my internet. I'm just like, let's go let's go a little bit faster. I see five G this, five G that, and then wave. Yeah. All this innovation everywhere else with respect to just uh wire, the wireless spectrum. But then when it comes to wired connections, it's it's just still not there. Yeah. So, yeah, that's unfortunate. But congratulations! I'm really happy for you. Thank you. And uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I I will. I'll give you some heads up whenever I say, "Hey, guess what? I just got fiber." Whatever it happens, but uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, we'll celebrate. We'll have like a, a like some some soda, some party, uh, some chips, some salsa, and party it up on the podcast at that time. It'd be great. Yeah. All right. Well, y'all want you want to talk a little bit about some of this uh, Samsung, and then we can jump into the the main. Uh, Main the event. main event. Yes. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So our one of the pre events right now is the Samsung event this week. Yeah. That was interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, my personal feeling from that event was positive. Okay. I'm curious to hear your take of it and just some of the highlights from the event. Um, but yeah, uh, why don't you? Uh, yeah. What, what what was introduced this week from Samsung? Well, Samsung has announced uh, new S22s and new S8 tablets. So um, I thought that... So it seems like... Let's see. 
I'm going to start with the tablets. I think the tablets are be a fun place to dig into first. Um, we can start there. And yeah. Then, yeah. So they did, it was uh, three tablets um, and really seemed to position themselves to compete against the iPad Air and the iPad Pros as far as price and maybe performance a little bit. One, one thing that was interesting to me is that they didn't really dig into accessories too much other than the S Pen. Um, right. But, yeah. So so anyway, we'll, we'll start with the with the prices first. So the S8, the regular, runs at $699. The S8 Plus is $899. And the S8 Ultra is $1199. Seems kind of pricey. Um, but you made a good note in our in our doc in that compared to the iPad Pros, I mean, compared to what they're wanting to compete against, it seems pretty reasonable for pricing-wise. To me... Well... Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Uh, no, I was going to say, so I actually missed the 1099 price point. I, I don't know how I missed that. That was for the Ultra. My, yeah. Yeah, but I, I blame my iPhone. Because I, I, I was reading articles prepping for an episode, and mm-hmm. I saw the first two. And I compared it, I price compared it to the iPad current prices. And there's actually a deal for the iPad Pro. I think it's the, the, the latest one, base mm-hmm. level, from Best Buy for $9.99. Now, if yep. I'm found on user, I'm comparing that to the, the Ultra. I'm like, I mean, maybe iPad Pro. Uh, but, uh, I mean, it, it just kind of seems kind of odd. I, I agree with you with the price there. Yeah. I, I, feel, I feel like if you want to... If you want to compete with the iPad, you have to kind of provide us an incentive. Yeah. And iPad, I, I heard, I was listening to, let's see, I was listening to, I believe it's Hemispheric Views is the podcast. It's a new podcast I started listening to, and I really like it. They talk about tech and other other related things, but they were talking about um, their how they view their iPads. One of them had a, has an iPad Pro, and then they just bought iPad Minis. And they were talking about the iPad Pro. They don't really see it as an iPad. They see it more as a modular computer where you can use it as a tablet, but then you can slap it on your keyboard. Now it's a laptop, and that's very much how I use my iPad. And and that's part of what makes the iPad so strong is it has these accessories. And Samsung has, like I said, they have the S Pen, and they have some other accessories. But to me, if you're going to pay that kind of money for a tablet, you really have to have your accessory game on point. And to me, Android and Chromebooks at least as they are right now, don't really lend themselves that as well as an iPad does to those heavier tasks. Not to say that they can't. I want them to do that because I don't want, as I've said before, I don't want Apple to own this tablet space. And I like that Samsung is trying in that. And apparently the S7's range of tablets were really good. Um, I've uh, A lot of the tech YouTubers were talking about how good those tablets were, especially the, the higher-end one. But... To me, it just seems like that it's missing a lot, and you're not missing any price. You're not getting a deal. This is like, do you want an Android iPad Pro that doesn't really do accessories as well? Then you need to get a Samsung, but otherwise, it's kind of like, mm, who is this for, <laughs> I guess? Yeah, yeah. I know. It's uh, You know, it's funny because I'm going to be... I'm going to take my object- objectivity hat off right now okay. and kind of be a little uh, subjective. I want Samsung to do, do well. I want them to mm-hmm. succeed. I want them to excel. I want this product to do really well. Unfortunately, I mean, it was interesting because looking at it, it, it uh, yeah, I, I agree with you. I mean, uh, we talked about this in an episode. I mean, in episodes prior, where you need to have an ecosystem to succeed as a product right now nowadays. I feel like where you can't just say, "Hey, we have this product. Oh, wow, that's awesome." 
Uh, and we we usually talked about this in the space of uh, just smart homes, for example. Uh, I, I think the reference back then in the previous episode was Apple because the lack of accessories available for Apple's uh, uh, HomeKit was it, 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 it was a little it was glaring compared to a Google or or to another or Amazon, it's another player point, in the space. Sure. It is yeah, exactly. And saying that, comparing that to this situation right here with Samsung, uh, I, I see a similar I see a similar situation. Great product, I think it's an awesome product. The hardware looks fantastic on it. Like like it, like it, like you'd look at it's a beautiful tablet. The bezels are tiny, like tiny thin, like but still thick enough, like where you could put your thumb on it. it doesn't feel like it's too small, but it looks better. It makes an iPad almost feel dated looking by comparison. Um, and even though their bezels are very thin, um, and I wouldn't really want them to be much thinner, but it, it it's a it's a good look. It really looks sharp. Yeah, yeah, it looks sharp. It looks like a great device. But I mean, it, 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 there's nothing out there that that. Um, I mean, say I, <laughs> I was talking to a colleague today about Tinder, so <laughs> like you do. Bear with me here. Yeah. <laughs> hey, love. Uh, don't worry, I'm not a Tinder. But uh, <laughs> it's just no, between uh, us. Your secret's safe with us. Just, yeah, you know, <laughs> she's she's probably listening to me right now. Uh, but <laughs> uh, but uh, like all in all, it, it's it's if you see. Uh, Okay, let's just say there's Tinder for cars. Let's just make this a little bit like more generic. That'd be I, a I see, fun uh, way to find a car, right? Like, like yeah, exactly. Like, are you a truck or a car guy? I'm a car guy. It's like, it's like, do you want electric or whatever? Like, that would be a super fun way. Your perfect car is X, Y, and Z. I, dude, imagine, imagine if you could get matched with cars, and then you could take the car on a date. I like, mean, think that, about that, Costa, for a second. Uh, yeah, you take it for a test drive. I mean, that that's your date. You get, <laughs> right. Like, so, so you get, if you, let's say you're paired with a Jeep. Like, okay, you, yeah. you would really like a Jeep. Like, you got to go, here's a little off-road drive that you can take. Here's a little, uh, oh. Or, or if it's right. a truck and you want to tow something, you're like, here's a trailer. You could you could try your hand at towing. Oh, that's a great idea. I mean, it's like, a fantastic I, I just, idea. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you go on a picnic with your Jeep. You just go off roading. Yeah. You go up there. Take, bring you up bring the blanket. You just great. like yeah, yeah. You just hit a song. You and I are a match. <laughs> you got the marketing already set, dude. I'm 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 kind of joking a little bit, but not really. That like that sounds Me like. Too. A, can you imagine how cool it would be? It's like, what is my perfect car? And and, yeah. and you're flipping through everything. It's like your perfect car is a is a Mini Cooper. It's like, how do you figure? I don't know. It's like then you go and drive, sit in. And you're like, it's actually perfect. Yeah, <laughs> it fits so well. I know. <laughs> I didn't know this is what I needed. Yeah, exactly. But do you, do you favor reliability or do you favor a bold look? You know what you know. Do, what what kind of price range do you have? Do you want to keep it under fifty thousand or twenty thousand or you know the, the yeah. options? Yeah, well, that's where I'm not a, I'm not a cheap date. That's an unfortunate thing about me when it comes to my cars. I like my my Aston Martins, my my GTRs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like my six figure cars, my Lamborghinis, mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh, people are yeah, exactly. If you were to look me up on a profile, you'd be like, oof, I don't think I want to, I don't want to go with that guy. <laughs> I, got, I got a YouTube channel suggestion for you, friend, if you, if you like uh-huh. some car channels. Um, oh, yeah. So this guy does things a little bit differently. His name is, uh, er, it's Hoovy's Garage is the name of the, the car channel. Uh, okay. Uh, I'll put it in the show notes for anybody who cares, but it, he is a, his presentation style is very interesting. He's very funny. He's out of Kansas. I just happened on him. I'm not a big car guy, but he, he buys hoopties. That's his thing. He buys 
he likes old land yachts as he calls them old old cadillacs and old <laughs> uh old buicks and that kind of stuff he he now granted he's he's getting big and so he now he he has bought himself you know a couple of lamborghinis and uh, uh he's bought oh, some rolls course. royce and things like that but they're old but he still stays true to himself like he bought the rolls royce that he bought it was an old from years ago he bought a uh-huh. uh rolls royce phantom he paid like eighty thousand dollars but it was like a 15 year old rolls royce and it, it, it was still very much a hoopty uh, same thing yeah. like for his lamborghini he bought a he bought a cheap cheap with quotation marks mercy lago and paid less than 100 grand for it oh but wow if you pay less than 100 grand for mercy lago the transmission was trashed and so okay and so, yeah so he had to get the transmission fixed i mean but so you get a go it's almost i don't like reality shows but it's almost like a reality show type thing where he's getting the car and he has a cast of characters of people that come in and like he has a mechanic that he uses to fix his car and their dynamic is really fun it's even my wife who doesn't care about cars enjoys watching the videos with me highly recommended it. it's good stuff i think and i think yeah you know you get a taste of some of the more expensive cars and then he kind of goes pulls out those old mercedes and talks about them and, and like here's you know here's why back in you know 86 this mercedes was the bee's knees it, and and his presentation style is just really fun and interesting and quirky in a good way <laughs> oh nice yeah. nice yeah i definitely will check that out but uh yeah i mean it's it's I love I love the podcasting community as an aside right now. It's it's growing and it, it, a lot of good characters out there right now. Yeah, a lot of friendly so, folks. Uh, yeah, exactly. But uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Pardon that this digression. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We went over to like a, a an app idea. VCs, please hear us out. And then now going back a bit. Anyway, uh, yeah, it, it's just uh, it, it's just one of those things where when I compare it to other products. Uh, when I when I look at the Samsung uh, S8 in a vacuum, it's amazing. It's yeah. great. I love it. Agreed. When I compare it to other products, then at, at that point, my eyes get diverted to something else, and that's I think that is a unfortunate thing about the device because I I don't want that to take away from the, the uh, what my appreciation for what Samsung did, but at the same time, if it, we're talking about my 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 wallet and me bringing out bringing out my wallet to buy the product. I would definitely put it behind a Surface Pro and the iPad Pro, uh, just because of the ecosystem. Yeah, it's like, to me, while from a hardware perspective, it absolutely justifies the price. Like it, it it's quality, it's good, it's beefy, um, you know, beefy from a processor perspective. But it's a software problem, and to me, Chromebooks, which is this is basically what it'd be, it'd be a Chromebook. Chromebooks and and Android tablets really just don't justify the price right now from a software perspective. They just don't have the same level of apps that an iPad gets or certainly a Surface Pro that has the full might of Windows behind it. You just it just doesn't have that level of support. You know, Chrome, you can do a lot on a Chromebook, like not not bashing on Chromebooks, but it's not a high-end production machine and and there's high-end Chromebooks but they just don't do very well because they're it's still a a browser-based, web-based machine, and you can get a lot of basic tasks done. But you, like, if you're wanting to do a full-on, you may make a podcast or do a full-on, uh, you know, video production. Chromebook is not what most people are going to reach for. And and I'd like to see it. It'd be great to see some additional competition there, but it is not there yet, as far as best best of my knowledge. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I I think uh, Samsung is trying. Mm-hmm. I, I think they are trying. I, I I just think uh, it's a chicken or the egg problem. It's like if if no yeah. one makes the hardware, who's going to make the software to go on on hard, high end hardware that's not there? 
And so, right, and, and if Sam, anyone yeah. can do it, Samsung can because they make good hardware. <laughs> so, well, yeah, and and this is where I, I'm. Uh, let me look into it, uh, like, so this is where the whole Android because I think we sp- spoke about this in a previous episode where we said, hey, I think one of the things that needs to happen with Android is that they need need to bring more unification to the kernel because I think that's going to help evolve the ecosystem and allow uh, applications to translate applications to translate across multiple platforms, across multiple devices, as opposed to what we're seeing right now where you have so much fragmentation where you're pretty much isolated on an island. I mean, instead of it, instead of having like the island of Japan where you have like, oh, okay, this is a mighty nation state, uh, you have a lot of small islands that are just trying to connect to each other. And I mean, they're grouped closely together, but they're not really... It's not really like a strong ecosystem, so yeah. But um, yeah. So I mean, if you were to give it a, a score out of out of ten, what would you give the Samsung S eight? Out of ten, I, I was gonna give you a letter grade. I was I was totally not paying attention. Oh, hey, I give it a B. <laughs> okay. <laughs> would, would, out of ten, I would say I would give it a good. I would say probably six and a half. Because okay. like I said the hardware is fantastic, but the software just brings it down. And like I said, I can't. I there's no scenario, even even if the iPad didn't exist, there's not a scenario I can see where I'd pay that kind of money for a tablet. Um, that's that's that limited. I, I you know I right. for a Surface, sure, give me a full Windows laptop yeah. that's also a tablet. That sounds great, but you, you'd have to really give me a good sales proposition for that for the Samsung tablet and. And I'm not saying I wouldn't. Like, you give me a good presentation, you say, "Show here's here's how it can work." I would be open to listening. I'm I'm not at all like they'll never be there. It's like no, no. I I, lo- I want I want to hear I want to hear how 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 I can be the iPad competitor, but I don't see it. But what about you? Right. What do you think? What would you What would you grade this? What What would be What would it take for you to buy it? Uh, I don't know. I mean, funny enough, my grade was actually a six out of ten too. Oh, really? Or, okay. I know you have six point five, uh-huh. but uh, I mean, it's pretty nearby. I, I think. Uh, I, I agree. I think if they had like an ecosystem, if I were a full Android guy, had a lot of apps that were Android, a whole, my whole life centered around Android applications, then yeah, I'll probably, possibly. Give more consideration to the Samsung S8. But you can even run Android apps on your on your Surface machine now, so that like, or at least coming soon. So that that's where it's like, man, <laughs> where, where, I know where, where's yeah. the use case, you know? Yeah, yeah. What's the differentiator? I mean, what what makes you? I mean, and, and not only the differentiator, but what's the attraction? I mean, because there has to be something that is just like a definite hook for people to say, hey. This is this is a viable competitor. This is, I mean, and not to say that it's not. The, okay, let's let's separate the tablet, the device itself, from the ecosystem. Mm-hmm. Speaking strictly strictly about the ecosystem, what is the what is? I mean, how what's viable for that ecosystem? How does that ecosystem going to flourish? How is it going to grow? How how can it how can it be useful for me? And right now, I just don't see it. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. But um, uh, I mean, how about the the S twenty two? Uh, what do you think about the that device? So I feel like there are some. So S twenty two is very iterative. If if Samsung did S years, this would be an S year. Um, but I feel like it's that they're upgrading in the right places. So the S twenty two versus the S twenty one, just the, the base model. So they they 
announced three phones: S22, S22 Plus, S22 Ultra. Um, they at $799, $999, and $1199 are the the price points for those three. So good good price points. I feel like the S22 standard um, at $799, get the top end uh, top end uh, spec on the. Uh, processor, the Snapdragon 8 Gen 1, I think is what they're calling it now. Not mouthful at all. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, they, they, they were plastic on last year's model, on the S21 base model, which there's nothing wrong with plastic, but kind of cheap feeling, uh, my understanding. And they went back to glass on this. And so they really seem to be making this not intentionally downgraded. Um, it's just, it's, it's smaller, a uh, little bit less Ram, a little bit less on the storage, but ultimately it seems like a pretty solid device. I wouldn't say it's an upgrade if you have the S21, but if you're rocking a you know, three-year-old phone, two-year-old phone, yeah, it'd probably be a pretty good upgrade. Seems like the cameras are pretty well on par. They did a few new things as far as uh, making night mode better, but it, it seems like really it's pretty iterative from what I can tell. Now, the where things get really interesting is the ultra um they've been doing ultra phones for the last two two or three years on on samsung and to me their differentiator there's where was the big cameras like they put these big 108 megapixel cameras and space zoom and all this crazy stuff and that's still here on the on the current ultra but this time it's a note they put the s pen that used to belong to the samsung notes in yeah. the ultra and that to me makes this way more interesting you get all the super duper cameras and then you get an s pen too and a much bigger battery that to me makes way more sense as a reason to buy this phone compared to a couple years ago models but anyway i've said i've said lots of stuff what do you think about this i because i've, I've kind of gone all over the place what, what what do you think about these oh, cameras? No, I, I mean these phones I, I think the main thing was uh, looking at all three phones. I, I like the Ultra myself. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm a big phone kind of guy. So looking at that, it just I like the specs. I was a little disappointed uh, with the the hard drive or the memory available. Yeah, I think it's 128 on the base, right? And you can go all the way up to a terabyte. But yeah, 128 yeah. kind of. If you're yeah. paying 1,200 bucks for a phone, it seems a little not a great. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I know that. I mean, I mean, it almost feel like if you're paying more than a thousand dollars for a phone, one twenty eight shouldn't be your base. It should be two fifty six minimum. I, uh, I mean, I think so. it, yeah, Apple. But uh, yeah, Apple. <laughs> looking at you, you too, Samsung. Mm-hmm. You're not. You're not. You're not exonerated no, from this. No one. Is, no uh, one is exempt from this. I agree. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But no, I fully agree. I, I noticed that the S Pen on the on the Ultra. I was I was that was a nice addition. I, I liked that a lot. I think the cameras. My favorite feature was looking at the cameras. I, I thought it was just, it was just a lot a, a lot of horsepower. How on do you feel about the the three times telephoto and the ten times? Do you think that's too big of a spread in optical zoom, or do you feel like that that's a a good a good place? Because so. The Ultra has a three times telephoto and a ten times periscope telephoto. Do you, do you feel like that's too big of a spread in optical zoom between those two, or, or what do you think about that? I'm going to be quite honest here. I am not the best picture taker. Fair enough. <laughs> so yeah, I'm I, an auto I, mode I, guy I, myself. So no no shame yeah. here. <laughs> yeah yeah. So uh, but I I do think that's yeah. I mean that's something to consider right there. I I, I do think that that's something that they could have done a little bit better on. It's so interesting. I I think. 
I think they got like some major points. They were like hit, trying to hit the ball out of the park on certain features, and then on elsewhere it just seemed like, yeah, cool, okay, it was pedestrian. So yeah, yeah, I wasn't trying to lead you on that question. By the way, that was legit. Oh no, no, <laughs> okay. Oh no, no. Try, so, yeah. So, do you think that's wrong? Yeah. Oh, yeah, you don't. No, no. <laughs> Are you sure yeah. you want to rethink that uh, that opinion, yeah. sir? <laughs> yeah. No. No. Okay. I mean, it, it, it's interesting because uh. So, I have a I have a Nikon D thirty three hundred uh, DSLR. Okay. So I think that's I what my wife has actually. <laughs> oh really? Yeah. Oh yeah, it's a great, it's yeah, a great, it's a uh, starter. Uh, yeah, yeah, great uh, starter DSLR. So, uh, like when I take pictures, it's funny because I, I alternate between like the automatic mode and a manual mode where I actually like adjust the aperture and and all the different settings and the ISOs uh, ISOs and whatnot and. Um, yeah, I, 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 like that doesn't translate for me to a cell phone. Like when I take a cell phone, it's just like click. Doo, 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 doo. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, uh, and it, uh, I, like, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be, uh, like when I was looking at the description, I was more concentrated on the on the processor than mm-hmm. anything else. I, I think that's where I was just like, okay, Snapdragon. I thought it was interesting that they're gonna add a GPU for the non-US phones. I don't know if you oh, saw that. No, I missed that. Okay. That's yeah, really, so, so an ex, like a, a separate GPU, separate from the from the uh, the Snapdragon, or or uh, embedded. So if you are within the United States, you're going to get a Snapdragon. Mm-hmm. That is the that is the processor you're going to get uh, on your phone. Uh, the interesting thing is, if you are outside the United States, oh. uh, you're going to get uh, and, and, uh, I'm going to exactly Xmas. Yeah. yeah, so it's an Xmas with a GPU on it, and I was really? like, oh, yeah. That was interesting. I saw that, that on Tom's hard, hardware where when I was researching for uh, uh, during before pre-show and whatnot, and I, I thought that was a uh, it's it's kind of an interesting distinction right there. I I didn't take the time quite yet to. Uh, and one of the things I'm going to do post-show is take a look at the Snapdragon itself yeah. and compare it to the to the to the Xmas and just kind of say, hey, like what's going on here? Because it feels a little bit just from description that we're getting a little gypped here in the states, but. I mean, you gotta look into the details and actually verify. So that's what I'll do. Uh, but yeah, that 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 caught my eye. That was something that was interesting, and I was I was kind of surprised by that. Two interesting points I'll make there. Well, I don't know if the points are interesting, but two interesting two observations I find interesting. Let's <laughs> let's go with that. <laughs> um, so historically uh exynos chips um suffer in performance and battery life usually the battery life is not as good and and they tend to run hot um in, in years past but you know samsung is a is a chip maker as well they made the chips for the google pixel phones so you know they may be flexing a little bit and they typically have done exynos chips outside of the state so that this isn't unheard of but the gpu part is really interesting and to me if they're doing stuff like that i wonder that could very well make their their tablets stand out if they have if they end up doing their own GPUs separate from the mobile. So I'm thinking a mobile chip and a mobile GPU that can make those things powerhouses for you know maybe video editing and stuff like that. Whereas you know the iPads run an M1 and so they have graphical processing in there, but it's you know more akin to an internal GPU on an Intel machine or something like that. This, right. you know, having an, a dedicated GPU could be, even if it is Samsung made, I mean, that could be a big deal um, if, if, depending on how well it performs. <laughs> I don't know how well it performs, but the potential's huge there. That's really cool. 
Yeah, yeah. So it, it is pretty huge, and it, it it's it's going to be interesting to see. So it comes with a AMD RDNA RDNA two uh, GPU, and it's wow. going to be an Exynos uh, two twenty uh, uh, two thousand uh, twenty two hundred uh, processor. Okay. So I mean, I think that's something for yourself and myself to kind of dig into and see what's going on. Uh, and uh, I mean, I I I think the Snapdragon will still beat it, but yeah. Uh, like you said, because I, like you know, like great points that you highlighted, uh, but it, it's just one of those things that that I mean, and maybe it was just an omission by Tom's hardware uh, as I was reading an article because I didn't see anything respect to GPU mentioned for the Snapdragon, mm. but that was something that that caught my eye definitely when I was reviewing and looking to some of the de- details. Definitely be interesting to see how the GPU performance compares against the Snapdragon because I mean Snapdragon does have integrated GPU as well, and so it'll be interesting to see how that compares. Yeah, because yeah, you know, Apple does its own GPU within its A chips and all that kind of stuff. So I mean this this isn't necessarily groundbreaking. It's not groundbreaking. Yeah, yeah. but it, it's way more interesting to have a completely separated GPU within a cell phone. I mean that's 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 where it's unusual in a good way. So I'd like to see how it perform, but performance is key. What does the performance look like? <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. So it, we'll see how it performs. Yeah, but uh, um, yeah, no. Overall, yay, nay, bye. Or how would you rate it on a, a scale of one to one to ten? I, I'd say probably seven and a half. Like there's there's nothing wrong with it. It's you know, Samsung, much like Apple, is getting into the point of of. There's not a whole lot broken that needs fixing. You know, they yeah. already got great screens. They got great battery life. It's kind of the pinnacle of Android, and so it, there's not a lot that needs changing or fixing. I think it'd be kind of cool to see them maybe roll out some smaller phones, but you know, the market doesn't really seem to like smaller phones because the smallest Samsung phone is a six six point one inch phone. It's pretty big. That's a pretty big phone. Um, so I. I would I would kind of like to see them roll out something a little bit smaller, potentially to cover more of the size market. But aside from that, mm-hmm. I mean, that's pretty. Uh, that's a pretty small knit that needs to be picked. <laughs> uh, yeah, Lo- looks pretty good. And uh, so uh, I, I would maybe like to see more excitement in the cameras. Potentially, night mode is fine, but you know, getting you know, but again, Samsung makes good cameras too. So you know, maybe there's not a lot yeah. that needs to be done there. Yeah, I mean, I, I was going to give it an eight out of ten yep. myself. Okay. I thought it was it, it good specs, good uh, reveal. Mm-hmm. The S Pen really did uh, kind of stick out for me. Um, looking at some of the specs, I mean, one, I mean, like we already talked about memory. I think just filmmakers in general just need to ditch one twenty eight for the for your higher end models. But yeah. um, beyond that, I think overall, I think everything looks good. Uh, I, I I think it's a great device. Would it make me seriously consider leaving my iPhone? No, I mean, yeah. mm. I don't think yeah, it's not going to happen. But I mean, I've gone overall, down that road uh, before. I'm not. I'm not going again. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. So I mean, but I mean, I, I think Samsung did a great job, and I think overall the the event that they had this week was a a, a good success. I think uh, the buzz around it was positive mm-hmm. generally, and it, it was it was it was good to see. So I'm really happy for them. I got a, I got a question for you in relation, real quick. A little bit of, or side note. A lot of people are talking about the how ugly the ultra phone cameras are. <laughs> what do you think about that? Because I, I got an, I got an opinion that differs from the mainstream on that. So uh, I, I'm curious what you think about it. You know, it's funny because I feel like at that point. Uh, I, 
I, I don't find it ugly. I okay. I mean, is it quite a bit? Yeah, it's a lot, but yeah. I think it's 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 not ugly. I, I think it's just uh, the nature of the the beast. Uh, and now, I mean, if you're going to compare it to like an iPhone, which it like kind of have like a little bit more compact model, or uh, it's a little bit more compact than an S8. Uh, actually, yeah, Ooh. I think it is a little. Oh no, man! The, the, these these 13 Pro, it is the camera is beefy. Really? <laughs> oh yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Look, look, let's see here. Uh, sorry, audio listeners. Uh, yeah. So, uh, all right, come on. Yeah. Uh, it's, it, it's a you got a camera bump here. Come on. You got a yeah. Cam- you got a camera bump here. Then you got a ring. And then you got the camera sticking beyond the ring, so it's it's like a, I don't know, several millimeters out the back of the phone. <laughs> oh yeah, no, no, it, it, I it's, mean it's 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 impressive. Oh yeah, it's 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 huge. But I I think when I was looking at the Samsung S8, it was that was a huge huge well one. So the ultra, so the, S- the S8 and S8 Plus have the little uh, bar around the around the wraps around the side, but the ultra just has the has the just the circles that are unadorned by uh, anything really. It's just like you just got little little turbines shooting out the back of your phone. Um, yeah, and I don't know. I like the wraparound from the S8 and the S8 Plus, but ultimately, I like the simplicity of just having cameras and also there's no additional bumps it's just little turrets that stick out the back that stick out just a little bit but there's no shelf there's no wraparound or whatever it just looks like a it just looks like little cameras out the back and i think i like the simplicity i think it looks a little cleaner honestly than than the little wraparound part so i kind of disagree with what the youtubers are saying personally <laughs> oh yeah no you know what i was confusing the s8 with the s22 so ah, okay okay yeah, i'm sorry yeah did i say yeah, S8? No, no I, meant, I meant i meant the s22 yeah, oh, yeah, yeah so uh, s22 uh rightfully yeah, no, confusing I okay i so yeah man, <laughs> i may just cut this whole section <laughs> oh okay okay no no i mean we might as well just keep it so yeah oh no, man now, now uh, i feel silly <laughs> names no, so for, for some reason my mind went straight to i think you said s22 initially and for some reason my mind just went to the visual of the s8 ah. camera Okay, and I was just like, no, it's, "Wait, it's not that big." <laughs> yeah, and I was like, "Wait, what am I talking about?" It, 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 oh no, it is not that big. Okay, that's funny. and I'm looking at the essay, and I'm like, "Ah, oh, that's that's what happened." So yeah, you're right. I, I I like it. It's sleek. I think it's uh, you know, compared to the iPhone, I I, I like it a lot better. Really? The iPhone kind of, yeah, and you know, the iPhones. Uh, oh, okay. So just talking about the iPhone 13 mm-hmm. Pro. Looking at the camera, it it just seems it seems like a launch pad, in a, yeah. in a sense. I, I it's huge, it's huge, and it yeah, it, and it's like I've never had I've, this. Is the first iPhone I've had where even putting a case on it, it doesn't sit flat. The case has a ridge. Yeah. So like like like, you hear that? Yeah, yeah, that I hear it. that. It's yeah, it rocks. Yeah, it rocks real good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. Just to hope, hope there's there's no earthquake or anything like mm-hmm. that coming up pretty soon because it might rock off the table. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, no, it's it's yeah, that's one of the things where I it's it's funny because I I am willing to sacrifice functionality for design at times, uh, especially when it comes to the camera. Depends how pretty the design is, but yes. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. But I, I mean, I, I think for this one, it it, it does look like a like. Samsung did a good job with respect to their their uh, ultra cameras compared to iPhone. Yeah, I think I think so. Which, I like the clean. Yeah, 
Uh, and like I said, there's certainly something to be said to have the the wraparound Chrome that that highlights it and makes it a, a design feature. I think iPhone and and the S S10 or whatever S22, excuse me, S22 and the S22 Plus kind of use it as an adornment, and the the Ultra tries to go a little more a little more minimal. And it's a choice. I I I kind of like the minimal look. I, I would say I'm I'm less of a fan of of let's I I don't know. I go back and forth. I like the way my iPhone looks. I don't really like the way the cameras look, though. I, I, I wish that there yeah. was, I wish they kind of spread that across the back of the phone as opposed to having that increasingly larger corner that's growing and taking over <laughs> the back yeah. of the phone. But Yeah. Well, I mean, it's funny, too, because I'm talking from a perspective of not actually owning the device. Mm. So I'm like, it's more of, oh, this is what I see in stores. This is what I see like when I look yeah. at it or review it and whatnot. And I, I'm pretty sure if I actually had it, it'd probably be more of an annoyance than anything. Because, I mean, even just thinking about it, hearing you kind of tap it and hear it waddle on your table, <laughs> that was, that was, that's definitely not attractive. <laughs> that's definitely something that you would want to avoid. In practice, I don't, it doesn't wobble that much. That was definitely, because uh, I don't, you don't, you've got to top, tap the top right of your uh, corner to make it, make it wobble. Because anywhere else, it, it doesn't move. So if, yeah. you're, if you're texting on the table, it's fine. You never hear it. So th- that was definitely ma- made for effect. But yes, it, it's kind of like, why can't this sit flat? <laughs> why can't yeah, y'all? exactly. Yeah. It's- Granted, I guess that's the price you pay when you have really good cameras. You got to do, you got to put them somewhere. So I like having really good cameras on my smartphone because I don't, I don't shoot with a DSLR. So I guess oh, I'll, yeah. I'll take it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah. it's it's like you get it, you just get to get all that power power within your pocket. So that yep. that's awesome. So yeah, that makes sense. But um, yeah. we have forever yeah. more spent some time on the Samsung and 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 cars. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, rightfully so. I mean, yes. it, was, it was a good event. But uh, yeah, I mean, we're we're on to it. Looks like we're on to our main event now. Yeah, uh, where we are going to introduce the top concept of Web three and um. I kind of want to op- open this up with just asking you, okay? Because uh, I I know um, I know. So to our v- listeners, Patrick and I have been taking some time reviewing, listening to uh, article, I mean, listen, listening to videos, reading articles, just trying to learn about Web three. Uh, we want to start talking about it a little bit more with you, our listeners. And I mean, Patrick, to you, what is your first impression of Web three? I like that question. Um, so to me, well, I've got I've got a lot of questions that I don't know. I, I don't know. I'd like to explore with you, but okay. My impression of Web three is that it is a combination of really interesting ideas built on a bit of a zeitgeisty conversation around surrounding blockchain because blockchain is the hotness combined with NFT, combined with Ethereum, combined with Bitcoin and all this. And so there's a lot of hotness and a lot of zeitgeisty conversation that's going on. And then Web3 is the new thing that goes along with it. And so it's kind of hard. And because of that, it's really hard to cut through the crap of what Web3 really is because there's so much in that. And so, I mean, people are already you know talking about wallets as the key to Web3 and all this. And you gotta, it's like, okay, just dig through the crap. What is web three like yeah <laughs> and that was that was the hardest question i had to it's like what is web three like? <laughs> it's like it's this 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 it's it's d apps and and i'm like no no what is it and i still don't i still didn't find the answer to it so i'd like here's 
Here is a question I tried every way I could think of to Google, and I hope you maybe can answer it for me. Mm-hmm. What is what is meant whenever we say Web three is built on blockchain? Mm. Because the internet is hosted on hardware servers, and it's mm-hmm. it's a path from my computer to yours. We're having a connection right now via Zoom that goes we have a tunnel that goes from my house to yours via internet <laughs> and we have html and whatever that that connects our 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 google document and there's a lot of connection there so what does it mean to be built on blockchain how does that work how, yeah if suddenly zoom is now built on the blockchain and it's web3 compatible how, what 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 is the difference how does that work so that's a good question and I want to start by kind of going back to something you kind of just mentioned with respect to just doing research for this. Mm-hmm. I am, I've been moaning the fact that it's really hard to do research for Web3 if you don't know what you're looking for. Yeah. <laughs> I think the thing is, is there's so many videos and articles and just, for lack of a better way to put it, propaganda out there yeah. surrounding this whole topic to the point where it's really hard for a casual person. I mean, not saying that you're casual, but I'm just... I'm a filthy casual. Want, what are you talking about? No. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it, it, it's 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 difficult for someone who just wants to discover what Web three is mm-hmm. to be able to decipher the the BS from what the actual goal is, and it, it's unfortunate because I feel like there is a lot of truth in what they're trying to to do, mm-hmm. uh, and I mean, it, but at the same time, you have to kind of. You kind of have to sift through the 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 but people want to make a and buck. That's unfortunate. <laughs> yeah, because there's Which a lot of people uh, want to make a buck on it. <laughs> and, and, and and you and I are both in a cryptocurrency space, and I, and mm-hmm. I think that's an unfortunate thing about the cryptocurrency space as well. So I mean, I, I've been that fact. It's, that's disappointing. But yep. I mean, to answer your question, um, so if you think about the internet c- currently mm-hmm. as currently constructed, uh, what ends up happening is you have a lot of uh, you have this cost. Oh, you have this. Uh, entity called protocol. Uh, okay. Protocol is uh, a way for you to be able to communicate with another machine to say, hey, I understand what you're saying to me. I am able to receive that connection and I'm able to connect back to you. So, for example, on your computer right now... Oh, go ahead. That's a... That's a is it IP4 I, 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 and then IP6? Is that... Uh, what, what are they called? Um, oh, so, uh, uh, so is, TCP IP yes, yes, is... Okay. Yeah, <laughs> So TCP, uh, TCP is one of those. UDP is another one. Okay. Uh, HTTP is another one. Um, those are popular ones that our listeners okay. might be recognized. FTP is another one that is a little bit more old school if you do file transfer. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. But these are recognized like protocols that machines can use to say, "Hey, I I speak the same language as you. I could communicate with you." And you and I can talk back and forth. It's a pathway. It's a pathway. It's a uh, it's a language. It's a it's a it's a, it's a shared, I guess, for lack of a better way to put it, a shared knowledge okay. between two devices to allow them to communicate with each other. Okay, I'm following. What what, what we want to do, or not we, not like I'm devoted. You bit, own what, what, Web three. No wonder you <laughs> want to talk about this. All right, here it comes y'all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, here we go. I'm 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 like Mark. Uh, I'm like Mark right now. He's got. He's like. He's gonna. He's just gonna, like gonna peel his head back. It's like I'm actually Bezos. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then he flies one of these to guys the moon. <laughs> with my my super yacht, the Black Pearl. 
Uh, but uh, <laughs> uh, but uh, by the way, did you? Yeah, no, we'll talk about this later. Oh, a, I, I we can go off a tangent and uh, yeah, exactly, exactly, squirrel. Uh, but uh, staying on topic. <laughs> So the blockchain, what the blockchain does is that it allows uh, two devices two devices to communicate with each other. You pretty much create a decentralized network mm-hmm. of devices and just says that just says, "Hey, uh, your identity rests with rests with you. You are able to identify yourself. You add a layer of security because you're able to identify yourself uh, on a network publicly." With my own wallet, as an example, and that's where my wallet would come in, basically. So my wallet is me, and so you know that Patrick, with his unique string of characters that is my wallet, is communicating with with AK. That's my path to you, essentially. Right, right. And, and when you think about the – so let's think about the blockchain. Let's think about, like, just networks as – like, let's, let's say, hey, like, let's give, like, different hubs, like, a, a unique address – Let's give different users a unique address, your wallet, quote unquote. Okay. A unique address. A lot of the entity, uh, the entities on a blockchain have unique addresses. And what ends up happening is you have this whole concept of public verification mm-hmm. via the ledgers because each one of these devices, each one of these nodes, uh, or can hold a ledger of what transactions have occurred on a network. And you're able to verify it because the decentralized nature of that ledger uh, or the network allows you to see the le- like to duplicate the like elements of the ledger on other nodes. So what ends up happening is you have this whole concept of verification and security kind of baked into the network, into the protocol of how you communicate with each other. Because we'll say you want to send me some money or you want to even just say, I want to send you a text. There is a public record of that, that, hey, okay. Patrick sent aka a text at this time and it's verified throughout the network we are able to verify that as opposed to my device or me so if right now as it stands if you send me a text message your phone encrypts that message it goes across the internet in an encrypted state and if somebody intercepts it there's nothing they can't see it there's nothing there if it's in, in encrypted it gets to me and it's on my device to unencrypt it and make it instead of you know, unintelligible garbage. It makes it into a message that says, "Hi, Patrick. I we're recording at nine. But there's there's still encryption. But but instead of instead of my device doing it, the network itself is going to be the one who's who's verifying that you sent it. And so it's it, everything is encrypted essentially. But the network is verifying the integrity of your message. Is that is that right? Am I, so am let's right? let's focus let's focus on the so let's focus on the relays. Okay. So for for your example, there has to be a server in between yourself and myself to be able to connect to each other. Yep. Uh, to be able to like so for Apple has an iMessage network that we could use to just say hey like I'm going to communicate to Patrick via Apple servers and leverage that to be able to relay a message from myself to yourself and back for back for uh, and back to. Uh, myself to yourself and then back to me mm-hmm. uh, with the centralized networks that whole concept of a single co- corporation owning your server or the servers that you use to communicate is is gone okay so my phone That's... is still decrypting everything it's but it, the middleman in between us is not apple it is the network itself it is the blockchain it is a network exactly okay. it's a network itself and that's that's when you hear decentralized that's the beauty of the decentralized network because okay. at that point, no one corporation owns the internet. And that's where a lot of people, if you, uh, so 
uh, Gavin Wood actually had like a, a good uh, write-up blog post about this on his uh, on his um, blog. Okay. And pretty much, like his goal in a nutshell was he wanted to kind of guard against the 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 lack of freedom that individuals have on our internet right now. Because think about it right now, your personal identity. Your personal identity is managed by Apple. It's likely managed by Facebook. Mm-hmm. It's likely managed by Google, and then Reddit as well. Microsoft. Uh, Microsoft as well. Yeah. So you have five different corporations that own your identity, and you don't necessarily have control of it. I mean, if you were to say, "Hey, Facebook, I want to delete my account," Facebook owns your data, and at the point that they delete your you delete your account, quote unquote, what might happen is they might just deactivate your account. But they own your data. They have the rights to your data. Yep. You gave it to it free. You gave it to them freely. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Whereas, I mean, the concept with a decentralized network with respect to Web3 is the power of your ownership, the power of your identity rests with you. You don't have to you, you don't have to depend upon a third party. It rests within your wallet, for example. So um that's where that's where people want to free up the internet to say, hey. Like this is why Web three is so important for us because it allows us in an age where privacy is a concern, where security is a concern, where verification is a concern, to bake that into the network itself. To bake that, in. so pretty much you're adding like another layer on top of the internet. Because if you think about Web one or the actual World Wide Web, you're just connecting nodes to each other. You're just like you just reading. using. There's you're no just right. reading. <laughs> yeah, you're just reading documents yeah. basically. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. And then Web 2.0 is read-write. That's where you have social networks. That's where you have Wikipedia, Dig, Reddit, I mean, all this stuff. That's where the Amazons uh, where can... and Googles tracked where you're doing and Facebook. You know, they're able to, you're on their site, but they're also getting information from you as well. You're you're reading and they're writing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and, and you have a whole concept of marketplaces started to come into play mm-hmm. with like, like, uh, like you said, Amazon and uh, eBay. Uh, all these concepts came out of that. And then right now, the need has been, I mean, anyone who's working in the industry understands that security is a concern. Uh, passwords are horrible. Passwords, uh, I mean, usually when you try to password, like enforce passwords on a website, uh, if the developer doesn't force you to like have like uh, a strong non-alphanumeric character, yeah. yeah, a strong password, non-alphanumeric characters, uh, you're pretty much going to probably put in the password password, your name. Or something that is easy to 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 break into. Or the same password you use for everything else. Maybe it's a good password, but if you use it at a hundred different places, it's not a good password anymore. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Uh, I mean, and then someone could impersonate you online. Say someone says, "Hey, I'm going to create a, a Patrick account on Facebook. Put my Facebook image, your image on it. Put all this stuff on it. They can impersonate you." Mm. Uh, they could just act like you online and take your online presence. So you have all these concerns, and then Web three all of a sudden just says, "Hey, like instead of you having to worry about that, you have this unique address, your wallet, uh, and, or your this unique ident- identity that you can use to just make sure that hey, we are able to verify that it is you, and we can see that you are doing this, you bought this, you did this transaction to that day, went to this website. Uh, I mean, it's it's like a public ledger to kind of uh, to allow you to have that layer of verification. One question I would have: that, um, if everything is public by nature on the blockchain, how is the privacy? So how so if everything is verified publicly that I went to this website, I bought this thing, I talked to you, 
how how do things how does it also stay private how do you how can you be open and be private <laughs> well i mean you're open and private by by not tying not tying your personal identifiable information to your identity. Okay, so my wallet is private, but it's not necessarily. This is Patrick's wallet. Um, th- this is uh, this is a wallet. You know, six one seven five two nine three eight seven two one nine 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 eight whatever. <laughs> and so I'm the only one who knows that wallet associates with me. Um, and as far as the blockchain concerns, that wallet is this person, and he has done these things. Right, right, and and and, and you could keep your identity secret. But yeah, no, it, it, it's it, it, like the ledger. Like it might, it won't probably just like record all your website visits, for example. I, it won't do that. But your transactions, yeah, it'll, it'll be able to verify that. And I mean, it's it's publicly, it's you could publicly audit it. But and but like I said, you wouldn't want to tie your public like information, like your identifiable information to your or private identifiable information to your your identity online. Um, so your wallet, your wallet would almost be more like your password, but your password you tell everybody, and uh, and no one knows your username, which is you. <laughs> yeah, 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 and and, and no one. Knows, I mean, it, like that's a good way of putting it. I mean, like yeah, you 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 could have like a, a username and password, or and you you just keep the password secret, and your your or or yeah, like your or flip it. But yep. your password, exactly like you said, your password would be out there, but then your username would be kind of hidden to you. Interesting. Uh, yeah. So it's kind of interesting. It's an interesting concept. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm, like I said, uh, like I'm still learning myself. I'm doing a lot of research, a lot of reading. So some of the things I might be saying might be not completely accurate, but I'm still trying to to get into the meat of it but um your concepts make a lot of sense and that 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 was that that was kind of the connection points i was lacking whenever i was doing my research because it's all it's so broad and that that's what it, it has anybody who's ever tried to research broad topics on the internet it's so hard um especially in a relatively short amount of time and so it's like it's like and if and in something like this i am a i am an enthusiast when it comes to tech but i am very much a end end user enthusiast so when you get into the nuts and bolts of like how how things work i know basics mm-hmm. but it's real easy to go over my head when it starts talking about the nuts and bolts of programming languages and and network protocols and that kind of stuff like i it's like i can i can have a semi you know educated conversation with somebody but it's real easy to be like like oh we have reached the limit of patrick's knowledge <laughs> like it's like yeah like, yeah, I to do with my hands. <laughs> What's going on here? Yeah, yeah. So, so this is a challenging I, research project, but it, it, you're telling me great stuff. I love to learn about it, but it it, it is <laughs> it's deep. It's, it's good stuff. <laughs> it's deep. Yeah, it, it, it gets. I mean, it, so usually when I research something, I could definitely like research something and then, and then have music playing in the background mm. and kind of have like oh, some distractions. <laughs> Oh yeah, no, yeah. not four one three. I I literally was just like, okay, headphones on, I'm blocking out everything. Let's focus here mm-hmm. because it, it was it's dense, it's deep, and I like like we said before. I mean, it it I think the propaganda or just all the stuff that's out there is just interesting because now when you hear Web three, you hear NFT, you hear Metaverse, you hear blockchain, cryptocurrency. DAOs, DAPs, all this stuff, and you're just like, where do I begin? Yeah. Where do I start? I just want to to get introduced to this, 
And and I mean, you hear about the concept of a wallet replacing browsers and and uh, just all this stuff. And I mean, it's tough because you necessarily, I, I wouldn't recommend just trying to compare it to Web 2.0 uh, as a starting place uh, because I, I feel like the concepts are just different. You're shifting you're shifting your your viewpoint of the internet completely and and web 3 is 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 still that it's still a concept it's not it's not fully baked in yet this is still it's still coming together it's still being formed and so that's yeah. also what makes it a little bit difficult because it's not a thing yet it doesn't exist the blockchain exists but web 3 doesn't yet and yeah you know, and you know, it, but it's coming it's going to come but what will yeah. it look like when it gets here <laughs> <laughs> well, I, 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 that's a big thing right there. Yeah. <laughs> because, I mean, okay, like, let's use this as an example. Uh, there was an incident a couple of weeks ago, we talked about it on a podcast from OpenSea, where yeah. uh, someone uh, had uh, some of their NFTs stolen from them. The outrage was, oh, shoot, you got hacked. You got your stuff stolen. But the, the, the secondary outrage was when OpenSea rectified the situation and got the NFTs back for the original owner – the community was like, you shouldn't be able to do that on the blockchain or you shouldn't be able to do that on Web3. Uh, that shouldn't be possible because no one institution should have control of entities like that. That 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 shouldn't be the case. So that was a that was a secondary concern. And that's where some of the outrage that you might hear, that's where it comes from, because there's a concern for people like whether it's corporations, VCs, I mean, even if you look at the news, you'll see, I think Activision announced, uh, I mean, like a lot of the game companies are getting into NFTs. Ubisoft did, did something recently, and then they backtracked it. Yeah, yeah, and, and, and it, it's it's like, okay, Meta's in the metaverse. Oh, yes. They're going to try to, like, corner off a section of that. And it, it's it's like, okay, well, it almost needs to, in my opinion, you almost need to have, like, a generic a generic network where it's just out there, kind of like the internet is right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I mean, you have central websites you go to, like Google, Facebook, all this stuff. But, I mean, when you look at the BGPs and, like, the actual backbone of the network, we're able to connect end-to-end, like, from one server to another one to query our websites from a DNS server and actually get the contents and then go to the, to the site itself. And it's... You don't ever think about that. You don't ever worry about who owns that. You don't ever think about, oh, who is managing this? Who is managing that? Where there are people doing that, but you don't care about that. Relaying that to Web3, you almost want to do the same thing there, where you can just roam the internet freely and not have like a central institution have power over everything. Yeah. Thought I had, and I didn't put it in the, in the notes. How would something like cookies work? Could cookies follow you across the blockchain? Could that even work? If you're browsing anonymously, how is Amazon supposed to track you? How you know? How does that? How how or could that work? That's a great question, and that's a question I don't know the answer okay. to quite that's yet. Uh, it, it just uh, came to mind, you, so I didn't have any way to pre- yeah. prep, 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 prep for it. Like, how would something like that work? <laughs> could it work? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's interesting. I mean, and, and, and one thing to highlight here is when you think about the when you think about your usage of of Web three. Think about like how are you going to be able to leverage a wallet to browse the internet? That's an interesting concept right there. If you think about that, mm-hmm. uh, I had to create a wallet to to create my NFT, and that was my way of being able to access the website, create the NFT, kind of just say, "Hey, I have ownership of that." 
uh, but uh, it's 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 totally different. It's 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 almost flipping your viewpoint of the internet on its head, yeah, and kind of shifting because the, the the point of ownership of your content goes from the service provider to yourself, if that makes sense, or well, somewhat in a sense. But uh, yeah, it's interesting. But uh, let me ask you this: uh, like hearing all of that, are you still excited? Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's one of those things that I love the next big thing, whatever that is. I, I'm excited to see what's coming. I think there's, let's say, it's, it's still a whole new world. I feel like the one question that I would have would be, or I see one question that, that would, the answer to which would be, like, would, would mean, let me back it up. I get, the question I would have would be, how does Web3 decentralization prevent large corporations from just buying up all the tokens and buying up the network? So what I mean by that is if, let's say, Web3 rolls out and it's exactly as the concept predicted, it is totally open, it's totally on the blockchain, nobody owns anything, what stops Facebook, Google, Microsoft, Apple from just buying up tokens and everything and saying, yeah, Web3 sure is nice. It's like now yeah. you gotta buy the Apple token if you want to come to the Apple website or whatever. It's like how do you how does that get prevented? Because when you got a company that's like Apple's got three trillion dollars, how are you know like all the decentralization in the world can't stop that? Yeah, because you know the billionaires still own Wall Street. You know, like you have Robinhood, you got your TD Ameritrade, you got all that kind of you got you got your day traders, but ultimately your VCs own wall street and and so how does that how do you prevent that and so i know we, we've kind of touched on it a little bit because if the answer to that is well whoever's got the money has got the got the internet then that's where we're already at so the back end it doesn't matter quite as much and it's a little less exciting <laughs> yeah no i mean it's an answer to that question is we'll see. I mean, yeah. So the networks themselves. I mean, if you think about Ethereum, for example, Ethereum, you could just set up your own node for Ethereum on your local machine. Now, I mean, if you're talking about mining and we're to, we're talking about proof of work, then of course, like someone who has like a lot of just like uh, just GPUs could definitely mine a lot quicker than us. Mm-hmm. But if you go to like a, a proof of stake uh, kind of network where you uh, are just you, you, instead of like trying to churn out mathematical uh, uh, like numbers, you're just working on a network and you're you're kind of rewarded for your time on a network and supporting a network. Uh, it's it's different. I mean, so I mean, I I, I think I'm going to answer that question by looking at the approach the corporations are doing to kind of corner the market. Okay. So instead of instead of sectioning off a part of the market for themselves, what are Facebook? What is Meta doing? Meta is actually trying to create their own network in a sense. They had, uh, I forget the name of the currency, they had like a, a partnership with, I think, Visa that they were trying to launch a couple, a uh, Libra. There was a Libra project a couple years ago that got just like grilled. And then after they got grilled by Congress, uh, some of the vendors and partners with Facebook just dropped in and ended the Libra project. Mm. But that was their first attempt to actually kind of create their own market. Uh, I believe Meta uh, now they're trying to do that by uh, just kind of starting off the whole metaverse and mm-hmm. being able to say, "Hey, we want to own the metaverse you go to." Because if you, there's not one metaverse, 
there's a lot of section off like fractional metaverses right now. So it's going to be interesting. Um, to answer your question, it's just uh, that's a big question right now. That's a big concern. A lot of VCs are trying to own it. A lot of uh, companies, I mean, I don't know if they're trying to own it. Let's just say this. It'd be interesting to see how the motivations of the people who are trying to push in that work end up. Uh, like, uh, like, uh, like, it's just uh, like a Gavin Wood, for example. Mm-hmm. Gavin Wood, he wants uh, freedom for for Web three. So, I mean, that's that's what his goal has been with the with the Ethereum project. Uh, but in like say Meta, I, I think Meta wants they want their goals. It. They want to own it. They yeah. want to be want to want to be the platform. So they want to be the oasis from Ready Player One. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. So I mean, that's where a lot of our choices come into play because if we just say, "Hey, we're not going to go into the metaverse from Meta," then at the end of the day, it kind of comes back to that conversation we were having about the ecosystem for Samsung. You're like, oh, I don't want to go there. I mean, if you don't have people on there, it's, it's not really a, a flush flourishing ecosystem. So it's going to be interesting. Uh, I don't know the answer to that question. I got to do some research, but I think that's a big question that a lot of people have right now: is how do you prevent decentralization? How do you prevent large corporations from just seeing this as a cash cow and just kind of taking it over? What do you think? I don't know. I mean, I would feel like that. There's a lot of things that you can't do when you have lots of money, or a lot of things that you can't not do. <laughs> There's a lot of things you can do uh, when you have money. So it'll be interesting to see because I don't know the answer to that either. Um, I feel like, I feel like we're not going to see the Amazons and the Googles just be like, Oh, well, guess we just can't make money anymore. They're going to figure out a way. (laughs) (laughs) They're going to figure out a way. Um, And so what does that look like? Do they, how much do they have to adapt? Um, I feel like it just depends on what changes more on the back end because I feel like it doesn't matter if we're built on Web3 blockchain or if we're built on you know the current systems that we're built on. Those servers still have to be hosted. They're probably going to be hosted by AWS. <laughs> you know, uh, th- th- yeah. Th- th- so I feel like that kind of stuff, there's not going to be a lot of change there. Amazon's still going to own that. Um, you're still going to have to search the internet. Google's still going to own that. Um, so I feel like in some ways... There, maybe their importance will wane. I feel like some of the slimier practices, like say, I, I feel like my thought process is because there's a lot of stuff that requires cookies. Like cookies are going to be important. But I feel like if you can't, I feel like they're either going to explode because they can see everything that you've ever done on the internet because your internet is public because of the blockchain, because the blockchain is public. So they'll either know everything about you or if they can't identify you, they'll just know a person also went to Facebook today and went to Google today and looked at this and searched this and did this, but they won't know anything about you because all they know about you is a wallet. <laughs> they don't know that yeah. that wallet belongs to Patrick Bleep. They, <laughs> they don't know. <laughs> and, they, and, yeah. So, so yeah. It, 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 companies are smart. They'll figure these things out, but there's a lot of nuance to that that I don't yeah. know the particulars to. And so I'm sure there's a lot of smart people who are figuring those things out, but I... I don't, I don't know the answer to that. And I'd love to hear your thoughts on Twitter. Feel free to at me if you like. I'd like to know what you think on it. <laughs> yeah, definitely talk to us on Twitter because I think it's going to be a great conversation. Absolutely. And, and just to your point, I, I, I just quickly, I, I, I think uh, one of the important things about this is that 
the cool thing about it is a lot of the metadata that is attached to your user, like your name, your age, your location, mm -hmm. that's what companies are monetizing right now, if you think about it. So if that's not there, how do you find How do you profit? How do you make money off of a person? Um, but anyway, we could talk about it another time. Um, it's yeah, we <laughs> interesting stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's been a it's been an interesting week of just research and learning. So hopefully, we'll be able to continue uh, this conversation uh, in the future and uh, see where that goes to. I wasn't planning on grilling you with questions quite that hard, but you took like a champ. So thank you for that. I, I I feel like I needed that much research just to be able to come up with some good questions. And so uh, <laughs> your, yeah. your developer knowledge came in clutch. So thank you for letting me uh, interrogate you. Oh, no problem. No problem at all. And it was, it was good. It was, like I was glad to research it and learn. So I want to continue learning. And uh, yeah, I agree. Definitely. To our listeners, definitely feel free to ask us some questions. Let's have some conversations around this because it's a big topic right now. Yeah, if you guys have some answers to our lingering questions, I'd love to hear it. Um, you could uh, send them to me on Twitter at GameGuy2006 or AK at uh, A-E-E-K. I, I, I always forget. A -E -E K A Y K A Y. K A Y. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then uh, you can hit the, the uh, show up at Ubiq, U-B-I-Q Methods. Um, and uh, you can also use the hashtag ubiquitous questions to uh, to ask us questions or in this case answer questions I'd love to hear what you guys think about uh, some of the things we talked about here or if there's some questions that you'd like us to research specifically in regards to web 3 um, I can't promise you that we will but uh, you know, I, you know, the <laughs> question is interesting enough it's like well yeah let's look into this I would I'd be down to dig into it so uh, is there AK is there anything else that you want to uh roll through anything that we missed that you have a burning question about uh, about web3 or samsung or uh my fabulous fiber internet will that almost certainly be installed tomorrow no. <laughs> don't want to talk about that anymore i'm, I'm off that <laughs> but no no i, I think it's, it's, it's been fun as always and yep. yeah yeah m many thanks to you patrick oh, and then many thanks blast. to yeah it was awesome it was a great episode once again and uh, yeah, definitely looking forward to the next time. And uh, yeah, thanks to all our listeners as well. We really appreciate you. And uh, yeah, feel free to get back to us. Let us hear yes. your voice. We want to hear you guys. You're all. So thank you. All right. Bye. Bye. <laughs>